2: And we are back, everybody. Welcome back to Esports Rewind Podcast, audio and YouTube listeners. Hello, my name is Jake, and who are you?
1: I am Zan, or Zane. You know, either or works. Yeah, know? either one works. Welcome yeah, yeah. back, everybody. <laughs> Each and
2: every week, same time, same day, we break down the latest in gaming esports news, so we hope you guys all enjoy. This time around, I'm going to start out a bit differently. Typically, mm. we hop into our topics right away. I want to read off a few comments. Okay. From okay. the last one, because we We're, don't usually do this. We're we showing people some love. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, just three to four comments, okay, and to a, play, appreciate some play. people out there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, really quickly. So first up, Hernan says this channel is so underrated. Thank you. I think we get that actually quite up. a bit. The yeah. underrated thing. Yeah. And hopefully one day. And never mind. I'm not gonna. I was gonna <laughs> say maybe one day we'll be overrated, and that's okay too. <laughs> I is mean, it, no, I think it's no? bad. No, is that no, bad? It, okay. I think it's
1: bad to be overrated. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> from Atoll. I'm going to just call, call him Brett. That's his, this is a name. This channel is so professional. One mil subs coming soon. I don't know about how soon, but we appreciate you. Yeah, Yo,
1: next five minutes. Let's go. <laughs> and let's then hit it. <laughs> Really quickly,
2: from David, a fourth comment. Hopefully, happy New Year's. Always look at good times. Thank you. Yeah. We will try our best to do so. Yeah, definitely. I mean, happy New Year's to all of you, too. <laughs> and I'm saving this one for you, Zan. I like oh, this one the most. This is from Nia or Naya. <laughs> I like this format, but Zan needs to get better at speaking into the mic, <laughs> or you need to move the
1: mic further to the left. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm very soft spoken. I'm working on it. <laughs> We've had so many
2: runs where I look yeah, over yeah. and I see Zan like talking to me, mm-hmm. and he's like, No, yeah, because just talk, talk to my friend Jake over here. Foot and then... from the mic and I'm like, God dang it, this is going to be silent <laughs> as ever. Uh, but we do appreciate you guys' comments. Uh, are you ready to roll here, Zan? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's rewind it. This past week, here we go. All right, Zan. We've been bouncing back and forth categories for thirty plus episodes now. I think it's yeah. one of our, our best things to do is to give people two sides of the story. This right. one, certainly of my stories today, the most spicy, the most uh, I would say explosive one. That's going to be around Ninja because we always need a title piece. Yeah, of course. For of the course. podcast, whether Any it's face, throw optic his
1: face in the thumbnail, they shot oh, yeah.
2: Ninja. So this time around, it will be Ninja. We're talking about his recent, very very short clip. I'll give you the context. You can, and then I'll bounce off you a question of future competition. For YouTube when it comes to being a video platform future competition is it possible Ninja took to a very short clip a couple days back by the time you guys watch this is actually a week ago and uh, in his Fortnite squad at the time was I think it was dr. Lupo alongside courage courage you know yeah. recently signed to YouTube gaming for streaming yeah so a bit of a... Touchy, I, I, touchy subject. I imagine. Touchy. Yeah, yeah. It, It's so funny because <laughs> when Ninja moved to Mixer, mm-hmm. he could say whatever he wanted about Twitch streamers. When you're a part of Twitch and you're a Twitch partner, you can't talk yeah. about Twitch partners mm-hmm. in a negative light. So you know like the whole uh, Alinity thing yeah. that they were never talking about? Once mm-hmm. Ninja moved and he was in a call with the Twitch guys, he was talking about Alinity and they mm-hmm. were all like, eh, Uh But I love how he has freedom to say these kind of things, but it was very weird to see. He pretty much said, to keep it short, he had heard rumors about potentially YouTube gaming ads being removed entirely. Uh, I think we've all known the monetization issues of YouTube, amongst Mm. many issues as well. And he also kind of made a small note of this is the time to strike for a competition or a competitor of YouTube. So, what are your first thoughts when you hear that? I thought I was also very curious because Jack Courage couldn't yeah. obviously say nothing about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he was just silent. He was like, like I'm sure he's texting Ninja like, like yeah. dude, stop. Why do you, God dang it, Ninja. Tyler, you do this every freaking stream. He's like, bro, I know you already get paid. I'm still trying to collect yeah, that bag. Bro, I'm Chill. not as free as you. Chill. 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 But what are your first <laughs> thoughts when you hear someone like that? Uh, right off the bat, I think uh, there's no way YouTube actually gets rid of all gaming ads entirely. I could see them limiting them to a certain extent, but I, th- I don't. There's no way they'll actually get rid of them all. It's there's too much money involved there. And quickly to your point yeah. uh, as well. I didn't
2: even mention it to you, so I'm mm-hmm. glad you said it. Courage in this quick in this clip in the background, he mm-hmm. says there's no way that's happening.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there's too many cogs in the machine to even make that possible. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and to address the main point. Uh, competitors to YouTube, I think people have been saying there should be one for like years now, like years and years and years. And there are a couple have tried to pop up, but the problem always is uh, it's expensive as heck to try and compete with YouTube. Like, Thank yeah. you for censoring yourself. Yeah, yeah. way yeah. to go. Um, yeah, you I'm didn't to, have to do that. It's twenty twenty. You <laughs> know, trying to trying to. You <laughs> Let's know, go. Be re- be respectful to uh, you know my speech. Someone parents. out there's going to hate yeah. you for not. Oh even yeah, saying it. I'm sure. I'm anyway, sure. sorry. you yeah. do like, you know what you meant to say, but no. Um, yeah, it's just super expensive. It's the majority of every community is already there. You know, everybody has a YouTube account. Is way too connected yeah. to Google and everything. Yeah. And I think uh, what our me and my team lead were talking about uh, recently is what would be brilliant if Mixer decided to go this route is to just do everything YouTube does. On oh, top of I what saw they a comment have. like that too the, today. Yeah. Actually. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah.
2: And I, I I instantly think God, how much money? Obviously they have a lot mm-hmm. of money, but. It, That's a great point to make. You know, I I don't think it's even possible. Mm. Ironically enough, you look up the market share in terms of video content, Mm. it's – very similar to what twitch had a market share 70 plus percent in the streaming platform mm. is what youtube has in the video market it's yeah. youtube and vimeo just like in streaming it's twitch and it's youtube mm-hmm. um so it's kind of funny when it comes to yeah youtube is very
1: you, you very know,
2: dominant across a lot of pl- a lot of
1: things you know what's even funnier it's not even a competition between youtube and vimeo no it's, youtube is just God different king. content yeah and then vimeo's chilling over here for all the professionals that's yeah, it, and yeah. I
2: wouldn't even say that's the relationship that when it comes to streaming Twitch and YouTube have. YouTube mm, actually has not. a chance in that in that field. Vimeo mm. is never they're never going to be. The yeah, they have no interest in that. There's yeah. not a. You're not Vimeo. You're not mm. a Vimeo content creator. Albeit mm. there are some, but it's just not the same. Right. Um. I, I think it's a very interesting point to make, and I think it's also an, uh, kind of the last point as well. I would like it. Mm. I think if, uh, we've talked about it time and time again. Competition breeds success. Yep. Uh, and Uh. this kind of thing, and also it allows us a place to we could just double. We could double upload.
1: Oh, true. Same true. video, two platforms. And hopefully not get immediately demonetized. Yeah. Like I mean, stuff. we would yeah. love to take advantage
2: <laughs> of that too. Uh-huh. I. I just think we both. I think we're both in the same. For once, we're, we're really. Green here. Yeah. Do you think it's going to happen anytime soon? I don't
1: think so. Absolutely not. The only way it happens, possibly, is because it would be super smart for either Twitch or Mixer to do it. Yeah. Because literally, like, everybody who has a Twitch channel also has a YouTube channel just because they can't make their own VOD content on Twitch, really. Yeah. The same with Mixer. So if they could just be like, hey, just keep all your stuff in our ecosystem instead of literally going... to You our just computer. got to imagine, though, for yeah. exclusive video mm.
2: rights, no streaming platform has signed a new streamer mm. and not given them the right to upload their videos on YouTube. Yeah, because That's have what to. they all do. They have to. Uh, like, every yeah. Facebook, every Mixer streamer, they all still upload to YouTube. There's mm. a reason for that. The money to go exclusive for video content mm. would have to be ginormous. If you guys want an eSports News mm. channel to sign exclusively...
1: That's like... <laughs> Yo, yo! You, you'll get us at a we know one too. We'll only ask for six figures. Most people will ask for seven probably. Most people, yeah. like Ninja alone, ask for yeah. seven. We yeah. might approach if not six. eight. Yeah, I think we could, you know. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the future's gonna be wild. Yeah. I don't think
2: anyone can compete anytime soon, mm-hmm. and we agree for once. Yeah.
1: Alright, Jake, so we're just back from, you know, brief winter break, and yep. <sighs> I try to take a break from gaming and work stuff more so than I usually do. Uh, like, normally I keep an eye on news. yeah. You yeah. have not been around. Yeah, I've kind of not- like, yeah. Yeah, you need that,
2: though. You uh, need a real reset. Yeah, it's been a strenuous
1: year. Mm-hmm. It's good to like, st- take a step back. So most of my topics this week are going to be stuff that I think people should be keeping an eye on in 2020. All right. Uh, it's kind of tying in with recent news stories, but mostly, you know, we'll go for the future. It. Uh, first of all, I'm going to make a bold claim that I don't know if it's that bold, but I think by the end of 2020, loot boxes will either altogether be banned in the UK or there will be legislation already in progress to that effect. In the UK solely? Uh, very specifically in the UK. I think it'll take much longer anywhere else. I think in the UK, we're already basically there. I think a bold statement would have been to say everywhere. Everywhere is not. There's no way that
2: happens. Given the U.K. legislation we've already talked about, I think Mm -hmm. you're in the realm of possibility. Yeah. Is there any backing as to why? Are you going to tie this into some stories? Yeah,
1: yeah. So earlier this week, so we already, uh, last year, we saw the U.K. parliament said they believe loot boxes should be banned uh, for any kids whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we had statements from their gambling commission that said technically they shouldn't be classified as gambling, but they still see it as very concerning. And so they're definitely kind of on the fence over there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's ban- They're banned in the Netherlands and Belgium yep. already. And you know, we've got a lot of moves in that direction. We've had several studies come out in the past year, and here's yet another one, uh, touching uh, very specifically talking to the youth, people ages 11 through 24. Uh, there, there was a mass study of over a thousand. People. I'm still, I'm
2: still youthful. Sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
1: barely. We're, we're in the. This range. is my last, <laughs> <laughs> my last year or enjoy, so in youth. Yeah, All right, yeah. I'll enjoy it. Enjoy, yeah. You gotta, you know, when you turn twenty five, it'll be. When big I turn twenty five, I can day. actually start yeah. opening loot boxes. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to apply to me anymore. <laughs> uh huh, uh huh. No, but um, anyway, this this study was basically just taking a closer look at how exactly the youth actually feels about loot boxes and if it's just older people who think they might be gambling or if it's younger people as well mm-hmm. who are seeing that uh, correlation. And it turns out that uh, 50%, 58% of all the people interviewed believe that loot boxes should definitely classify as a form of highly addictive gambling. Do
2: we know how many people were interviewed? We, uh,
1: alo- over 1,000. Alo- it's i could throw actual numbers but it gets really granular so i'm trying to keep it relatively certain i would believe level. that yeah.
2: i would believe that especially yeah. as of recent times mm. i think a lot more people are coming to be swayed the other way especially mm. the people that aren't actually monetarily benefiting from it yeah definitely which i think a lot of the content you see creation wise and i come from the same field as well mm. you kind of you kind of over the past few years you've seen the rise of these loot box channels and these case opening channels that do very well and so mm. i think a lot of kids a, a few years back certainly were like, that's crazy. They get to make money doing this? Right, of course right. I like it. But now as more and more has been uncovered about uh, the troubles of it, certainly I would say the opinion's been swaying.
1: Yeah, and uh, they are also talking about skin betting very specifically. Whew. And that's, that's where things might get a little touchy. Cause that's I can, hairy. Yeah, I... We might see a situation where within the next five years, skin betting sites entirely might just be removed. I mean, they've already been undergoing oh, trouble. I'll tell yeah, you that. Yeah, yeah, I know it's been murky. The waters. transfer
2: and trades of skins mm. have definitely
1: been hurt over the yeah. past year. Yeah, yeah, and they very specifically there, there was a whole section in the study. That's uh, that's on, a great. That's skin skin for me. That's still a gray yeah. area because yeah. when it
2: comes to opening crates and cases and, and mm. RNG boxes, that that's a different thing. When it right. comes to betting, I don't know. Come on, give, yeah, give me yeah, something, Yeah, Zen. yeah.
1: the the thing is with uh, with betting, it's like ah. Uh, how much of this is just an entry into gambling for super young people. Yeah so I think I don't I think if possible they'll probably go more towards like better checks to make sure somebody's actually 18 of H, yeah. as opposed to just like, you know, click yes. Are you 18? Are you yeah. sure you're submit 18? your yeah. skins here? Oh, yeah. you want to gamble $240 on mm-hmm. esports game? Yeah. In skins? Yeah like like one one additional layer yeah. of verification beyond that would be nice. Um but anyway that's, that's all I wanted to touch on there. This study was from the Royal Society for the Pre- Protection of Health in the UK. If you're interested, I highly suggest you go and read it.
2: Yeah, I think uh, on closing points as well, I think you mm. have some backing, especially when it comes to legislation and papers mm. we've seen already about it. I mm. think the, the growing majority of people out there are kind of getting a bit more tentative when it comes to this yeah. kind of thing. And then very lastly, the first study we talked about many months ago when it comes to the UK, that was all based around 2K and EA and a lot mm. of the things that they've done wrong and very egregiously. And so I, I really do think there's going to be a crackdown. Will it be 2020? We'll find out this year. Yeah. All right, Xanifer. I'm going to present to you a list of points about the Overwatch League. And you will then tell me your feelings about the future of said (laughs) Overwatch League.
1: Before you say your points, my feeling is bad. Okay.
2: And I think <laughs> I think at this point Yikes. in time, I think it's fair. Uh-huh. I think a lot of people are now joining the ranks of, okay, what is Overwatch League mm-hmm. doing behind the scenes that we don't know about structure-wise, the way they treat players, teams, et cetera, um, there's the strenuous scheduling of these events and having to host events as well. It's certainly had an impact. And so when it comes time for compiling my short list, and again, there's probably many other points you could make out there. We've seen close to a dozen top-tier pro players retire this year alone, or this past year alone. Uh, that's not including content creators. If you want to throw DeFran, XQC, I know some people really don't want to count those. Siegel sparked it all off. Dang. That's not including any semi-pros or contenders players. Oh, that yeah. list is far-fetching.
1: That scene is barren.
2: You have 16- to 24-year-old kids Very, very clearly seen. I Mm. cannot do this. And they then they see their role models in the the top top tier of the scene say they can't do it. After two years Mm -hmm. of the league being established, that's a big issue. So you have retirees, the contenders or feeder league, I guess you could call it. Teams are leaving that as well. So it makes you question the structure, the reward um, for an organization entering that. I believe NRG, Mayhem, Gladiators, and uh, LGD amongst others have left contenders. If you don't have a feeder league, uh, I don't know. If you don't have an academy, other leagues survive without it. But it's certainly a weird point to see organizations departing there. Mm. Now you have talent leaving. Yes, a few players are lucky enough to leave to become talent, but when you have your first-ever talent that joined the league, mm-hmm. first-ever two years ago, are now yeah, picking right. it up and saying, hey, we don't really have, not, not word for word, but when they strike philosophical and creative differences with the team and they're leaving, it makes you wonder, okay, if they don't trust the long-term play of sticking it out with Overwatch, mm-hmm. why should anyone else? Uh, And then I'll say lastly as well, most recently we've talked about this in the group chat a lot as well, hopefully video's coming soon, the strenuous schedule. Mm. These organizations have to field gigantic rosters, they've already paid a gigantic fee, then they put on their own home events, and then they have to travel, especially for the players, but also to coordinate all that travel as an organization. That's got to be so stressful. I think mm-hmm. the most recent one we saw was, I want to say, it was some Overwatch team breaking 75,000 miles traveled in mm-hmm. a year.
1: Yeah, which is insane.
2: I mean, you think about the sheer number of miles they are traveling. That's got to be just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a full-time job, right? They know what they're, sh- they're signing up for. Um, but I would say all four of those points are worrisome for me. And all of a sudden, we've jumped in this franchise league model, or at least one of them. And Overwatch was the first to say, hey, we want home and away venues. We're going to make it work. I don't know if it's going to work long term. So, what are your thoughts when
1: you see all this recent news about Overwatch League? Well, at the end of the day, it just makes me think. It, it very strongly reminds me that this is an Activision Blizzard league, and I think this that is the core of the reason why the Overwatch League is being run the way that it is. Because Activision Blizzard is very much a classic company. This is one of those companies that's the executives are the type that grew up like they're huge football people, huge like. Traditional sports people,
2: which I will say, not and, too much blame. You know, it's yeah. it's tough to know what to base it off. Yeah, of course, of course. To
1: give credit, we're a little bit, but yeah, yeah. But I just, I just think, I don't know that anybody was like, oh, this is the move for esports specifically, moving to the like home away game system. Yeah. Especially when so much of our stuff is it's online. There's no actual good reason for it to have to be oh, they are in the same room for every single game. Yeah. When you could just save everybody so much more money. You could probably make a good bit of money streaming, set up your own platform that way. And without having to put the players through so much stress, I think I see a lot of the times people mentioning that, oh, I know you guys are traveling a lot, but you're only working like X amount of weeks out of the year, X amount of months out of the year. You're only traveling for that period of time. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think, People got to take into account how much of a mental and physical toll that just the pure travel aspect takes especially when it's constrained in a brief period of time and you're like okay so this week all right i'm in la okay next week i'm in new york week after that i'm in china you know then i'm going to london and then you don't have any time to like actually breathe and i don't know like if, I'm, if my contract's
2: going to be here next year yeah right. and even if it is i sign a one or two year max and mm. then it's like what do i do when i'm 22. yeah right Obviously, a lot of esports have these issues, but when mm. it comes to all of the issues being combined into one, Overwatch is certainly exhibiting those, I would say. Mm. And it's certainly, it's a really, really weird point to talk on when you compare the franchise models we have. Mm. Even Call of Duty League just announced that they're gonna stray away from the ho- a lot yeah. a lot Which of the home venues. Also are the, an
1: Activision Blizzard thing. And yeah.
2: it was a move made because these COD orgs already run Overwatch orgs, and they're mm. like, we can't host, we can't put on this many home, like we just mm. can't coordinate all this, mm. and then travel with all these teams. Mm. You imagine uh, you're a new staffer, and all of a sudden you're coordinating travel for ten plus Overwatch staff and crew, and then also a COD yeah. team. And uh-huh. you're like, so and so has got to be at this airport, <laughs> then this airport. I can't imagine. Yeah,
1: it, you'd have to roll up. A, you'd have to build an entire separate sub company just to manage yeah, it'd your be travel Like home alone with like, your Overwatch team. Yeah, like, yeah. Someone's right? gonna
2: be left behind, missing the flights, yeah. and then that's just I, I can't imagine. when the
1: Overwatch League was first starting, there were already concerns about how the league wanted people to have their own home stadiums. And yeah. Like, that's a lot, that's a huge investment. Huge. On top that's already on top of like the league entry fees. Yeah, that, not wasn't even a, counting that, 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 that wasn't included. That's like, yeah, okay, yeah. So you're paying you know, I don't I don't know what the number was exactly. I think it
2: was I wanna say yeah. thirty to forty million. Yeah, uh, around so the ballpark.
1: They're paying a lot of money just to get your foot in the door and then on top of that, you gotta pay they like another fifty, hundred mil or something. To get, find a venue. Yeah. Find a venue, get established in the venue, build a space, like I. was I, housing. If,
2: it worries me, man. Yeah. It really worries me now with this outlook of if Overwatch League is failing, let's mm-hmm. if it is, and if it does sometime soon, first of all, how the heck can COD compete if Overwatch is failing?
1: Well it can't is the and, answer.
2: <laughs> and then second of all, where do we go if that if it if they do fail? Like this would be a this could be a huge setback.
1: To that point, I'm glad that the games that we're seeing this problem with are very specifically Overwatch and Call of Duty. Because I think Overwatch as a, as a video game itself, not necessarily as an eSport, but I think Overwatch as a concept is strong enough to survive the Overwatch League collapsing in its current state, right? I think if, let's say by the end of, by the end of 2021 or whatever, um, Activision Blizzard is like, okay, the Overwatch League really isn't working out. Teams aren't, they're, they're leaving. They see, we see more pros leave and stuff. I think they could do okay if they restructured entirely. If they went back to like a more like CSGO model or something. Or just a more tournament model. Yeah, yeah, or something closer to the way League of Legends runs. So you would franchise. think Overwatch League will stick around, just reformat, restructure? Yeah, yeah. And I think Call of Duty as a brand is strong mm. enough to survive the collapse of the Call of Duty League, which is, I mean, it's seeing more and more likely. Like constantly with how like so many concerning things back to back come out and no- nothing positive. I've not heard a single positive thing about the Call of Duty League.
2: Not much. We yeah. had we had some recent news, but with the they restructured.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's not a good that's not good news. That's I mean like, it's,
2: it's good news for players and community. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: it's good news for the it, community. But it's
2: still worrisome if you think it's about a red flag we're for three the weeks league. away from yeah. the start of the season yeah. and we're still yeah. Yeah. changing. That,
1: the from, it's I mean, great for the players, great for the community, it's a huge red flag for the actual competitive league. I would totally agree yeah. with you there.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know. This is going to be a weird one breaking down. We, we, we talk about the new year all the time, but 2020 is <laughs> going to bring some super interesting things. Mm-hmm. Overwatch League is definitely going to be one of them, and we'll see how it does.
1: Okay, Jake. So next thing I want to talk about is something we talked about a couple times uh, over the course of... 2019. I was. I wanted. I keep having to stop myself from saying this year. You know. Oh yeah. I've been. On. I've yeah. been having that struggle, yeah, and it's yeah. so weird that it's uh-huh.
2: 2020. Yeah. Right. Oh, right? it's so freaking. You know,
1: esports talk has been around for two decades, guys. Let's oh, go. Oh my gosh. Two decades strong. No, that's actually. <laughs> yeah. Why are we just now figured this out? Our four story in. Yeah. Bro. That's freaking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. But um. Anyway, I want to talk about esports. It's tournament platforms. Like homegrown, like tournament websites, basically. Tournament websites? Yeah, yeah. What's an example of a tournament website to you? Ooh, well, I mean, the uh, high school... Juked, I think is a good one. Juked? Okay, yeah, I've heard yeah, about yeah, Juked. Stuff what, like
2: that. So you don't mean tournament
1: organizers? No, 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 I mean like, you know, tournament? just a random, like a third party tournament site where people just go, oh, I wanna compete in the Call of Duty tournament. Oh, like you mean like, you know, yeah, yeah, so like wagers and yeah. like 10 yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah, like that? Yeah, 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 stuff like that. Right? Ah, okay, yeah,
2: yeah. not something we hear too much about. It's, it's no more time. like the semi-tier pro guys who do the wagers and such. Mm-hmm. and. Definitely not the guys like me. No, yeah, you know, yeah,
1: not like not necessarily amateurs. Those are the guys se. that
2: try and take on those websites and uh-huh. lose money to pro
1: players. Oh yeah, absolutely. Just get like smurfed. But, but yeah, I've, I've yeah. heard of a few. Uh-huh. I mean, there is so many. The in that industry is super oversaturated. We're gonna see a lot of those companies oh, close in the next year. For sure. I mean, absolutely. But I heard about one that actually really interests me, because it's perfect for people like you and me actually. Mm, they all preach that. No, well this yeah, one tell me about this. This one, one seems a little bit more up our alley. Yeah, okay, so it's called lowkey.gg. I don't like it just because oh, I use that word like 20 God. times per day.
2: If only people knew though, if, if our team was in this room right yeah. now, for anyone who's listening, this guy says key, anything more than any yeah,
1: high key, high lo, low key, key, low key,
2: more than anybody. So the fact that you just brought up a low G is Yo, the most ironic thing, but this I'll, is
1: my secret, I will let you, my side this is your business. side business. So <laughs> no, w- no, not really. But like, no. <laughs> but, um, anyway, it's, so it's built around providing like a chill tournament platform. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think in my notes, I think I wrote, uh, yeah, I swear I'm not interested just because I used the word. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, so they kind of want to run leagues like, um, like, a, like any business company, like a company like ours, might run like a company basketball team. Or a company baseball team, just like on the side, you know. Just like, I oh. instantly just tried to picture any of us trying to play any sport together. <laughs> well, yeah, together. not not our, Well, we could play Jenga. Our office gets real serious about Jenga. That's about, about it. Jenga. Bags yeah. and Jenga. Yeah. Uh-huh. But anyway,
2: how how do they supposed to? How do they propose to do this at yeah, a so low anyway, key level?
1: It's it's very specifically aimed at uh, people who already have a full time job. You have to have a full time job. What
2: <laughs> The frick are we talking about? Yeah, right, about? right. <laughs> yo, what? yo, but I
1: actually like that aspect. I like that much. already. So yeah, but what yeah. you have to be? You have to be older than eighteen. To compete. F you little teenagers <laughs> who are just gunning people yeah, as we yeah. grow up. We've seen I don't mm-hmm. sorry.
2: Anyway, I keep on continue. Sorry. Yeah, it's a very interesting story they to Schedule
1: me. things out so you know you, you play one one game for one hour per week. So and then make it so it works with everybody's schedules. It coordinates everybody's like, you know, lives lives together. Got a really at, a really nice Discord bot that gets collects all the people playing together, makes it nice and easy to connect. And all of your user accounts, it has to be your actual name, actual like picture, like, you know, actual details to keep the environment so everybody actually knows who they're playing with. Yeah. So it keeps the toxicity down because, you know. Because it's your actual person. Yeah, it's yeah. you. And it's vaguely connected to your business and stuff, right? Yeah. And so not only do I see this as like, hey, personally, I, I know I, we're we're both pretty busy guys. It's hard to like consistently play games oh, every week for sure and something like this would be a really good way to find like other people who are actually business professionals who are play, who are gaming yeah and make connections with them i know years ago people were talking about gaming being the new uh, golf for business meetings, I
2: hope so. Yeah, and stuff I like don't this get could golf. Be... So maybe I'll get this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what's the overall concept? Like, are you wagering? Are you just play- trying to find people to play uh, with? You're that just
1: are... you're just playing in a league, as far as I can tell. This are is their there first... cash
2: prizes? Are there?
1: I don't Ooh. know per se. This is their first season. Do you have user start-up? data? Uh, they very roughly, I know there's about a hundred people registered to sign up right now. But I do know that a hundred out of, people. Out of those this people, this website's legit low key. Out of yeah, <laughs> and out of these people, they've got reps from Google, Apple, uh, Robinhood, and Twitch, like uh, all like actual professional like companies. Like so, it seems like the tech sector is car is kind of already on board with what they're yeah. doing so i like I, the concept like see,
2: yeah. i know that we've seen plenty of these kind of concepts that are like mm. oh you can't be pro you can't you ha- you cannot be semi-pro you have mm. to actually be legitimate um even isn't amateur isn't isn't that even like yeah I a think, distinguished level i think above it's a check yeah so yeah. I, I've, I've definitely seen plenty of websites try and cross-check that kind of stuff the mm. fact that they make you enter your job is weird mm. w- but it's a weird concept and I think we've seen a lot of great concepts, though, unfortunately, not make mm. it through this. Yeah, definitely. So I, I would I would love to see it kind of take off. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, they're, they they start in the first season now, so I'll be keeping an eye. Heck so if yeah, it do it because does anything interesting.
2: Because we definitely seen. Oh my gosh, when you said oversaturation, when it mm. comes to skin, any any game with a skin that you can bet. Mm. has seen such an influx of these kind of things of oh match up against so-and-so and they're yeah. just flooded with cheaters mm-hmm. or people that are obviously like too good yeah because if anyone's out there wants to take advantage of these kind of systems to make a quick buck they're going to so mm. best of luck to low hopefully yeah. not going to be so low-key after a while <laughs> yeah we'll see all right zan something we don't get to talk about often enough because we're already just we're stretched pretty thin around here oh yeah Constantly want, busy. <laughs> uh, it's it's something. Mm. And, and we like being busy, though. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to bounce something off you for, I would say, an underrated eSport. I think what's going to be the next big eSport. It's already growing as is. I think you already know what I'm talking about, but I'll, I'll give it to you just in case. I think Rocket League is going to be the next big eSport.
1: Oh, absolutely. 100% agree.
2: And I think we got a variety of reasons, and I mm. think you'll mention some that I, I don't think I even could. Um, I think we agree on a lot of these points just based off, let's let's get to the the guts of it. The viewership alone Mm. has steadily been increasing ever since season one. Uh, I think season three spiked, but ever since uh, season five, six, seven, eight, you see the progression of viewership alone when it comes time for RLCS. um, That's the top top league in, in Rocket League. The viewership is there. Player base usually follows suit. We have definitely seen, I would say, a great system set up for success. They don't oversaturate with events. I think DreamHack is really the most notable TO outside Mm. of the Rival Series and Championship Series. I like how closely knit they keep it to a set schedule every single year. You go and you have your Rival Series promotions. Sometimes those teams jump up. Sometimes uh, Championship Series teams go down. And then once RLCS season starts, it's a fast handful of weeks, just over a handful of weeks. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 grand final playoffs, grand finals, boom it's a it's a great simple system and i think it's also on top of that a great way as well they have their item shop now being owned by epic games it's a great reward for players now that bounce back a little bit Uh, on top of that not only viewership not only all these things we hear about potential franchise league coming to it honestly in terms of watchability viewability playability and on top of that one point that i think you were going to mention very lastly and i'm going to steal it from you go for it is when it comes time for family friendly games out there and potentially mm. being involved with olympic stuff or future trad- trad- more traditional media
1: yeah i was definitely going to mention that rocket yeah. league yeah, fits yeah, that picture that. absolutely
2: and so i i seriously do think and we've been rocket league viewers especially when it came to like a year a year and a half back when we had more time to cover content and hopefully get more into it i just think they're really checking almost all the boxes as to being the next big thing
1: yeah i mean I think if out of all the sports games, Rocket League is the only one that maintains a consistently high level of quality year over year. They very clearly, these are actual like developers with like a capital D. Where NBA 2K, problems like crazy. Madden, problems like crazy. FIFA, problems. FIFA, pro- f- Like these are the games that are starting like the these are the games that are starting like legislation against games like them because they're yeah, just and, like bad a point, for no reason. A
2: great point to make is these mm. are the games that connect us yeah. to traditional sports mm. and that side of things. These are the games that spark interest when they see, oh, Rocket League, kind of like football or soccer, whatever mm. you would call it, and like you mentioned, Madden and 2K and whatever it might be. Uh, and FIFA and the like. And so when a game actually does it right and gives a good connection, mm. traditional esports, and we've certainly seen more football clubs now enter
1: Rocket League as well. Yeah, definitely. It's a great crossover. Mm. And I, I don't know. I am very excited to see where they go. Yeah, so am I. You know, you know what's wild? I always forget to mention this. but Because like, I didn't realize until maybe a year or two after Rocket League was out. But I played it when it was supersonic acrobatic, acrobatic hyper-powered battle cars or what whatever. What the heck? Yeah, it was a completely, it was, had a different name, same dev. The heck, is that tongue twisted? Kind of, kind of, yeah, that's, it's, a, it's a long name. But no, yeah, it was like that, it was like a much smaller game, but always crazy fun. They've always had a really strong base, and it's amazing to see the devs having come all this way to being like such a successful product across mm-hmm. the board. And I think, if nothing else, like yeah, they can definitely bridge the gap between the standard esports player and the traditional sports player. Yeah. Because I think no, the average eSports viewer is not going to be even tangentially interested in watching, oh, NBA 2K is having an eSports thing? Yeah, I'll pop Oh, in. sick. No, yeah. no, They're going to be like, well, I mean.
2: <laughs> and I, I think that does separate yeah. a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. When it comes time for thinking of like Madden finals or big events or mm-hmm. 2K finals and big events or the like, I think I, I definitely reference like when it comes time for the biggest event of an eSport to come around that year, if you can actually just step in, understand, and actually mm-hmm. enjoy, for me personally, this is my opinion. When it comes to like Overwatch Grand Finals, I'm not really tuning in. I I, I, I don't I ha- even at even at the biggest event of their year, I'm mm-hmm. not very interested yet. Maybe I'll maybe I'll flip over eventually. League of Legends Worlds, I watch. Mm-hmm. CS:GO Majors, I watch. Rocket League. Uh, when it comes to RLCS Grand Finals and playoffs, the the entire events of yeah. several several days i watch because when it comes time for the culmination of the biggest event of that esport when it comes to rocket league it's always enjoyable they right. do a great 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 job that, of,
1: that community is crazy passionate
2: crazy crazy passionate yeah. and that's why i mean that's why whenever we post a rocket league video people are like god I, uh, uh, some some people not everyone no, yeah. are like god i wish you guys could do more <laughs> rocket league content and we're like we wish we could too yeah there needs more our drama mm-hmm. a little bit um, but i'm glad we can both agree again yeah look at, that. look at this, that throughout this They are definitely checking so many boxes and I'm so excited to see where they go. To the
1: point you made earlier about watching like certain, certain events as opposed to others, I think Rocket League out of all the esports is probably the most easily approachable. Like some a normal person could drop in and understand what's going on. Yeah. But like Overwatch oh. changes like every six I months.
2: mean and League of Legends too. Yeah. yeah I think CSGO huh. is definitely very easy to understand. Like, yeah, but it's also like dead, shooting dead. people dead, dead. Yeah, yeah. so it's not yeah. family friendly. Uh-huh. But I think you're right. When it comes to the crossover of family friendly and also you can just understand right away. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's very, very right now it's very small compared to CSGO majors or League mm-hmm. of Legends worlds, but the viewership is climbing and I can't wait to see once it actually breaks over that, that hump, that hill, and hopefully it can, can, continues to grow as well. And uh, we'll see pretty soon here if with this growth, Rocket League also chooses to franchise or not. Hopefully not. It's a different topic for a different day.
1: So Jake, one thing, my last thing that I think <clears throat> is probably the most important for people to keep an eye out for in 2020 actually is Amazon and their continual push. and They want to be a game development company so bad.
2: I think they want to be in esports and gaming in general. Oh, yeah. And I'm just glad you Absolutely. didn't
1: say Stadia to end this
2: one. <laughs> Although well, no, we are no. on the lookout for 2020 Stadia yeah, well, and its competition. My
1: Stadia is still going strong. It's still a great platform. I'm still very much enjoying it. But we'll it. leave it
2: alone for <laughs> yeah, now. We yeah, don't yeah. want to ruffle That's any feathers. In the corner. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Amazon. I'm having fun. This yeah. is certainly going to be a curious, curious thing because it uh, only helps us. But what, what do you think they got underway for us? Yeah,
1: so... Years and years and years back, Amazon made their own game studios. I think they just called it Amazon Game Studios or whatever, right? They bought out a couple companies. They started making games, right? And they very specifically started working on three titles. And they're like, these three titles, we want them to be eSports. I think they started started working on them in 2016 with their own game engine called Lumberyard and everything, right? Interesting. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is stuff I didn't know about. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. And I, I... I don't think anybody's talking about it, really. Yet, I don't think like, so. I, I only vaguely remembered this from like reading about it like, when they did it, and because I cared about one of the devs and I was sad they were gone. But, um, uh, diff- again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we'll leave that behind. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. So, Breakaway Crucible on New World, or the name of the three games. Okay. Breakaway was already in development, just got canceled uh, in 2018, actually. It was playable. Uh, a couple of esports personalities gave it a try and were like, oh, that's okay. But at the end of the day, it just didn't pan out, you know. so they canceled it. Um, but what is really interesting is early in 2019, they had a company restructuring of their game studios where, you know, a lot of people got laid off, unfortunately, hate to see it, but it happens, you know? And Amazon kind of took a second to pare down and realize what's wrong here. And according to some of the people who left the company, they were like, yeah, the main issue was their, their game engine called Lumberyard. They were like, yeah, it's just not good. It's just not it's not doing what we need it to. Pretty important base yeah. structure. They described it as driving a train while the tracks were still being laid. Okay, well. Yeah. <laughs> traumatic. Yeah, a little bit. But hey, I could see it happening. But anyway, the good the good news there is that, <clears throat> pardon me, Amazon is aware that, hey, Lumberyard isn't great. And they've given their internal studios permission to use other game engines and make like actual games off of fully functional engines mm-hmm. and have them like you know look good. And... Just a month ago or two at the Game Awards 2019, we saw the first trailer for one of Amazon's games, New World. You know, I for some reason have not heard about this.
2: Amazon being a potential game developer, and I, I, I don't know why I haven't until now.
1: Because it's all they've been it's, been, it's been going real bad, so they haven't been advertising did, it at all. Like, how did real, New World look? Bad. I mean, it was just a cinematic trailer, so we really don't know. Do we know what style of game it's going to be? Uh, theoretically, like an MMORPG. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, wait, have I heard, wait, have I heard about this? Amazon enters with MMO. I feel like I've heard storylines of that, but it was probably yeah, a long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's so. probably a
1: good because they they said in, uh, New World was going to be an MMO like back in 2016 when they first announced. It. Okay, yeah, and then New World disappeared. Breakaway took the forefront. And you know that so
2: would you now. consider this the first title sense a kind of not really a relaunch But mm-hmm. since they've kind of come back up and so are they really kind of like scrapping everything else? And hey, this is our first
1: yeah, uh, they they put out, this decade they put out like a uh, well of 2020 It definitely will be but like yeah, they put out like one or two like tiny really not good games yeah. through their game studios just to like, you know, put out something. Yeah, but yeah, this this will be their first triple-a fully f- like Plenty of time in the oven, we're gonna make sure it's a good game. Dang,
2: now I gotta like, look at this trailer as
1: well. Do you yeah, know? Yeah. Do we know a release date at all? Not at all, not even vaguely. So um, likely, would it be this year? Probably not, I, I don't know. I don't know how far along they are in development. I don't think very far. I think we'll be hmm. surprised to see it by like 2021. 2022 would be a better date in my mind. I think but. anyone would be interested in a
2: gigantic company like Amazon
1: releasing mm-hmm. an MMO.
2: I think that's yeah. fair to say.
1: Yeah, and they very specifically, when they announced all three of these titles, they are like, we want all three of these to be eSports games. eSports? Yeah.
2: Do they know what MMOs are? <laughs>
1: All those yeah, those yeah, few I mean, wow watches. Do, yeah. Wow
2: is not an eSport to many out there. Okay, uh, to some it yeah. is, but not to really to me. Uh, mm-hmm. That's interesting take, yeah. and that really does make me excited though, because I think you announce any Titan like that, like mm. you announce any big gaming company, or especially when it comes to an Amazon powerhouse. Mm-hmm. If you announce they got a game, I'm especially yeah. in a starvation mode for MMOs. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably try it. Plus, Amazon
1: owns Amazon owns Twitch, so they could just promote the I heck mean, out almost, of this everywhere. You,
2: you almost have to try it out, yeah. and then you got to yeah. think about hmm. What kind of like marketplace system, are they, yeah, mm. economic system are they going to have? And yeah. Obviously, they know their economics. It's like, oh, this is going to be Probably better than any other
1: developer out Ooh, there. Ooh, like, it's going to be juicy. Yeah, and the uh, last thing mm. on this, uh, their, the other game, the third game of the trio, uh, is still underway. They're still working on it. It's called Crucible. Okay. And from Ugh. what I could glean, yeah, it's an interesting name. Um, it's going to be like a third-person action, action game that kind of might be like a pared-down Battle Royale. Like the vibe I was getting from all the way it was this, all the ways Dave described it is like as opposed to like oh we're throwing a hundred people in an arena, maybe it'll be more like a free for all like maybe twenty five people. Thing. I don't know, man. We'll I see. think I'm
2: past the whole BR we'll thing. See. I think yeah, a lot of us
1: are. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like. I said I don't think it's actually going to be like a battle royale. Battle royale. I think it'll be something a little bit more fleshed out. That makes sense though. If it's called Crucible, it definitely yeah. involves
2: some mm. sort of. Obviously, player killing.
1: Yeah, it's some it's some sort of arena thing for sure. Uh, but the MMOs knows? got me psyched though, and yeah. so does
2: Amazon. Uh, mm. One last point: the reason why Crucible, I don't think it's going to work out. I'm just I'm I'm stiff minded. Mm-hmm. I think it was like six to eight years ago. RuneScape mm-hmm. had an update. It was mm-hmm. a Crucible update. And oh yeah. It was it was god awful. Just terrible. It was it was a PvP system though. So yeah. that's instinctively in my back of my head, I'm like mm-hmm. that can't. But hey, yeah. If any tens and tens of hundreds of billions of dollar company gets in you got uh-huh. my interest peaked yeah and so i'm super super excited to see if they can release an mmo fingers crossed and then if they do who else is in mm-hmm. riot yeah epic anyone Oh, Riot probably i I'll, Riot uh, has one underway yeah they're riot, working on one riot? right I think, that's I what everyone <laughs> thinks but then mark's yeah. kind of mess. mark merrill's messing with people so mm-hmm. either way amazon esports i'll leave this on one point mm-hmm. i applied two years ago to an amazon gaming esports job and it didn't get an email back
1: probably for the best to be honest <laughs> I mean, let's be real. They were, they've been like a big yikes for the past like three or four years. We'll right? see. We'll yeah. see who comes out on top. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right, with the closing of the esports rewind podcast, uh, Zane, give him the speech. Also, thank you guys for watching. By the way, it's a uh, new year and mm. we're still here, so that's always good. Well,
1: give yeah, him the spiel, yeah. Zane. You know, right at the top. You know, I'll I'll reiterate what Jake just said. Thank you all for watching. Hope you'll stay watching in 2020. Or it's going to keep improving, getting better for all y'all. Uh, you know, as always, if you would like to listen to the eSports Rewind on the go, on your mobile device, you know, anywhere out, anywhere out there, realistically speaking. You know, we are on iTunes at Sp- and Spotify at the Prediction eSports Talk Show Network. That's P-R-E-E-D-I-C-T-I-O-N. You know, that's the move. Tons of other great, like, eSports and gaming podcasts there as well. So if you're interested, feel free to check them out. If you're an audio listener, we appreciate you very much. Glad, Thank you for joining us. Um you can also find us on YouTube at Esports Talk. You know, look us up Esports Talk on all social media. We post a lot on Twitter. We're posting more on Instagram every single day, doing a lot there. You got there. this down, yeah, bro. Yeah. Got a voice for radio. So. <laughs> do you want to switch yeah. it
2: up? Want to go to radio?
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll hit up NPR. Yes. Be like, yeah.
2: <laughs> new, new field for us. Mm, also, mm. Uh, of course, the YouTube channel. That's what you guys are probably watching on, yeah. if not on the Prediction Podcast Network. We do appreciate you guys. on uh, Every single week. The podcast, as of late, you know, had some solid numbers out there. We do appreciate you guys all watching and listening. Until next time, though. Yeah, don't forget to add, add a comment.
1: Let us know what you think.
2: Yeah, drop a comment. Yeah. DMs especially, guys. Yeah. We do appreciate all the always, stories always. you send us. As well. Mm. Until next time, same time, same day, every single week. It's been me and Zane on the Esports Rewind Podcast. Until next time, take care, folks. Thanks for Mm. watching. I love you.
1: Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.
3: Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality